At Laylee, located here in Pella, would you believe that our elves are busy building robots that milk and feed cows? We enjoy giving the gift of robotic equipment to hardworking dairy producers year-round. Our robots allow more time for dairy producers to spend together. It's really the gift that keeps on giving. And by the way, isn't that what the holidays are all about? Laylee's holiday challenge for you, slow down, appreciate life's gifts, and focus on the real reason for the season. Happy holidays from our family at Laylee, Farming Innovators. Welcome to today's Hearthstone Let's Talk Pella. I'm Andrew Schneider. Executive Director of Pella Historical Museum's Jesse Galligan joins us on today's program to talk about their spring opening and everything else leading up to the 89th Tulip Time Festival. Well, Jesse, good to be talking to you, especially as it has already felt like spring in many ways as we transition into March. And the transition into March means that Pella Historical Museums will once again be open uh, The coming up that first week of spring. First of all, what has it been like to be, quote unquote, in hibernation and starting to thaw out here, especially as we head into the teeth of spring? Well, we are doing a lot of behind-the-scenes work this time of year. So we shut down at the end of December, wrap up the Christmas and holiday season, and then it's time to do that behind-the-scenes work. We're renewing permits, and uh, we're redoing some of our exhibits, and we're completely revamping the gift shop and getting ready for folks to come visit again and um, painting different areas. It's it's really a lot of that um, stuff you just have to get done, but it works best to get it done when there's nobody here. So we've been hard at work with all of those things. And yeah, we'll be looking forward to opening up museums March 18. That will be our, our first day of the season. Kick it off uh, and welcome visitors back to the museums. Well, and then the question you're getting and a lot of people are getting has been with this recent warm weather. Everyone's concerned about the tulips every time this year, regardless if it's a normal spring or a little warmer like this. And, and I know you've put some messaging out initially uh, talking about the, where we are with tulips. Obviously, there's no official answer. We're kind of at the whims of what's going to be happening weather-wise between now and, and early May. But uh, currently, as it stands, as we do see some tulips starting to sprout and get out of the ground, uh, where, where do we stand on the flowers uh, heading into early March with some warm days still ahead uh, and then maybe some more normal weather to follow. Well, you're exactly right when you say there is no real answer. Uh, The tulips are up to Mother Nature, up to the weather, up to not us, unfortunately. We wish we could control when they bloom, but uh, that's that's kind of the beauty of it is they do their own thing. So you're right, they've been they've been coming up a little earlier and stronger right now because of this warm weather and the sunshine. So we might see blooms earlier this year and and that might mean that there's more time for you to come to Pella. You can maybe come starting in early April already to see beautiful blooming tulips. So that's that's the main message is no matter what, Pella will be full of beautiful blooming tulips. I mean, there'll be around 300,000 blooming this year. So so there's always a good time to come. I mean, April's a good time to come, even if you're like, well, I want to see the tulips, so I'm going to come before tulip time. That's fine. Um, we'd, we'd love to welcome you to town, to the museums, to the shops here. And like I said, maybe we will have tulips at tulip time. Obviously, that's the hope and that's the plan right now is that we'll have uh, blooms still uh, May 2, 3, and 4. Here with Executive Director of Pella Historical Museum's Jesse Galligan as we talk about the spring uh, and the reopening. Uh, and this spring, you reopen at full staff. You finally found your replacement. You had assumed control uh, this past fall in September as the Executive Director, and then you were searching for your position, and there is a new Assistant Director. Yes, Lisbon Gorp has started for us as our new Assistant Director, and she has just hit the ground running. She's been amazing for this organization already, taking over the volunteer side of things when it comes to tulip time, so our artisans and our 
volunteers. You might be getting a, a call or a letter from Liz if you're a regular Tulip Time volunteer for us. Um, so, so be sure to reach out to her. And she'll, she's also doing some of our behind-the-scenes social media items. So if you see something posted on Facebook or Instagram, that's probably Liz as well. So we're excited to uh, get her plugged into the community even more and introduce you all to her. Well, and you mentioned the keyword volunteers, and right now you are currently hard on the hunt for volunteers for Tulip Time in the weeks leading up, whether it's here in the historical village or supporting the many functions across the community. Um, we were getting big. This festival is getting huge. We've had consistently 150, 175,000 people here, uh, really since I've been here outside of the COVID year, uh, and that is continuing to trend upwards, and we need more and more people to help with a variety of needs. That's exactly right. We have... So many volunteers uh, needed to make this festival happen. I was trying to figure out the other day, you know, can we even put a number on this? But when you start looking at people who are running the food booths for different nonprofits and you're looking at grandstand set up and people out in the in the Dutch market out at West Market, leave alone what's happening at the museums, the Skolty House and uh, our, our steering committee that puts in thousands of hours, you know, we have thousands of volunteers that, that make this happen. And it's kind of amazing that we, we can do that 90, 89 years later from our first tulip time. Um, we're still so volunteer led and we're, we're grateful for all the people that make that possible. Um, and obviously if you want to be a part of that as well, we would love your help. We have, um, needs both for people who want to be in Dutch costumes and talking to people and, and sharing information about our community to more behind the scenes roles, like driving floats or helping us clean up on Sunday after the festivities are over. So you can read about all those different opportunities, um, on our website, pellahistorical.com slash volunteer. You can read about the different opportunities and then sign up for one to learn a little bit more and we'll be in touch. Here, Jesse Galligan, Executive Director of the Pell Historical Museums, as we talk uh, the weeks leading up to tulip time. We're talking in March, and we're getting ourselves ready for that early weekend in May. Um, and you mentioned Dutch costumes, and I know that each year you're, you're kind of getting things prepared and dates settled, but there will be opportunities across the community uh, with the Dutch costume exchange coming up as well, and, and a chance for people to, to purchase maybe for the first time, uh, or even just connect with somebody who may have a Dutch costume. That's right. The Dutch costume market, uh, we're calling it now to uh, prevent some confusion. You don't have to come in and trade a costume. Yeah. You can just come in and purchase a costume. So that'll be April 4, 5, and 6 at the Schoolty Church. You can find the exact times and details for that on our website as well. But that's a great opportunity to come get a new costume for yourself, for your kid, for your spouse, whatever it may be. Um, we have all different sizes and things like that, different provinces too, as uh, to, you know, if you're getting creative or want to fit in with your own family history. So that, that's a good way to, to come stock up your closet again, as well as if you have costumes you're looking to find a new home for, um, you can bring them in ahead of time and we'll sell them for you. Uh, so again, you can find all that information on our website. And that will come after maybe you get some inspiration from seeing the new Tulip Queen and Royal Courts costumes on March the 26th. I had a chance to sit down with the girls recently and, and they're very excited to be promoting uh, close to 40 stops between now and Tulip time across the entire state. Uh, and they kick off at the Pella Community Center. Yes, yeah, so that'll be coming up, like you said, on March 26th. That'll be a wonderful opportunity to show off the new presentation to the community, this presentation that they're bringing all over the state, um, Queen Mia and her royal court, and get to show it to you and share a little bit about uh, what they've been learning and what they've been up to. I also just, like you said, caught a glimpse of their costumes. I got to see a, a photo of their final costume fitting, and they're so unique and beautiful this year. Not a province that we've really had before or a, a village that we've really had before. So I'm, I'm excited for the public to be able to see those beautiful costumes at that event as well. 
And then very quickly, lastly, um, there are some activities coming up ahead of Tulip Time. King's Day, I know we've tried a couple times. We've had some weather get in the way. We've had some different versions of it. Uh, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but the weekend before Tulip Time, there will be a big opportunity to come to the village and see something a little bit different than maybe what they'll see the week after at Tulip Time. That's right. We're looking at King's Day on April 27. That's a Saturday, the Saturday before Tulip Time. You might think we're crazy if we're trying to pull off an event the, the weekend before such a big weekend. But third time's the charm, and we're going to do it this time. I'm, I'm sure of it. So this will be a great opportunity for you to come during the daytime with your families, bring your kids, wear orange. That's, that's the color of the Netherlands, the color of King's Day. And we'll have all sorts of uh, games, activities, food, fun, things like that to make King's Day uh, during the daytime fun. Then in the evening, we'll be looking at um, events for the 21-plus crowd. We'll have live music, drinks, hors d'oeuvres, um, things like this, and that will be a ticketed event. So do keep an eye out for more information on King's Day. Like I said, it, it will happen this year. I'm sure of it. Uh, and we'll be putting that information online soon. Once again, that was Executive Director of Pella Historical Museum's Jesse Galligan. If you missed any of our Let's Talk programs, you can find them online daily at KNIAKRLS.com under podcasts, or subscribe through Google, Apple, or Spotify to never miss an episode. That concludes today's Hearthstone Let's Talk Pella. Hearthstone, a ministry of Wesley Life, supporting the health, independence, and well-being of older adults in Pella.